shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Live from my basement in Nashville, Tennessee. This is episode 62 of the Human Old Podcast. My name is Carlos Sendigo with Gabe Guzman and Chibo Cabello. And I got one question. Are y'all ready for this? Come on. Hey, hey. What is good, Human Hope Familia? Welcome to episode number 62. 62 of the Human Hope Podcast. I am so glad you decided to turn this on. If you're in your minivan, give it a give it a give it a little honk to Dr. Delight right now. Beep, beep. Uh, beep, beep. If you're not in your minivan, if you're just walking, if you're walking in the park, just just out loud say. Beep, beep. Come on. You feeling it? Oh, man. I tell you what. Good music will get me out of the funk. This song gets me out of the funk every single week. I know I go on and on about it, but I have... Uh, let's just let's hop right into the content. I have been in a funk. Capital F. Capital U. Capital N. Capital K. Funk. And um, as... The week went on, and I've been in, in this funk. Um, I've been looking at today, Wednesday, as I'm recording this, Wednesday, June 8th. As you're listening to this, it's on June 9th or beyond, 2022. And I've been dreading it because I don't want to pretend. I don't want to, I didn't want to have to pretend that I am doing great. Um, you know, some people. Some people pretend those things. I don't pretend. I don't like to pretend. And the closer I got, the heavier the weight was getting on me. And um, I decided to pop open. I, I haven't posted on my Instagram in like five days. Now, I know that's not a lot for some people. But for me, it's like, you know, like I post 40 slides a day. I just, I haven't even wanted to open it. And... You know, I've talked before about um, seasons of anxiety for me, but I've never talked about seasons of depression or the funk, as I like to call it. Um, And as you are listening to this podcast, when your ears are listening to this and my lips are on the mic, I am coming out of about, wow, coming out of about, I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Um, but, but he, I'm, I'm already even feeling some lightness that I haven't felt in a few days. And, you know, I think a lot of people would, um, have maybe likened it or attached it to my guitar player, Larry passing away and me having to do his, um, funeral memorial service. That's not it. It was happening before that. And I just want, I want to let you guys know something. 
it's okay. And it's going to be okay. Um, sometimes, sometimes you have to keep going. Well, no, you all the time have to keep going. Okay. Um, in spite of the darkness that may be falling on you. And that's what I've had to do this week. I've had to do things. I've had to, um, I mean, I had to be on camera hosting a virtual event for, I think 40,000 people this week. And I was not okay. And, and I had to like show up in to a studio in front of all these people that were like, Hey, Carlos. Oh my gosh. Hey, what's going on? Oh my gosh. How's it going on? Like you're going to Africa. Oh my gosh. Can you tell us? And I felt like, uh, let me cover up. I felt like they sounded like this. Like, this is what, this is what it, it sounded like to me. Like while they were talking, this is what I was hearing. Like I couldn't really hear them clearly. Um, can you can you even understand me? No. I it felt like I was wearing a spacesuit. And I tell people all the time that for me, uh, when depression strikes, it feels like I am wearing a spacesuit. And when people hug me, I can't feel them. When people talk, it sounds muffled. When they compliment me. I can barely see them. Um, and that, that, I mean, that was like exactly what it felt like this week. Um, now, thankfully, I have my tools. And I know, I know, I know that I'm going to come out the other side. I know there's some people listening to this podcast that have been in this season in a season of depression, or you may know somebody that's been in a season of depression for a long time. And you, you may be wondering if, if it's ever going to end, I'm here to tell you that it is. And, uh, yeah. So sorry to get so heavy so fast, but it's, it's kind of what I want to lean into today. I want to lean into the, the fact that it is heavy. These days are heavy. They're just heavy. You know, I'm, I'm on Instagram as part of my job and Twitter, social media, and I just, it's so overwhelming. Everybody is so mean. Everybody is so mean. Why has everyone got to be so freaking mean? People that call themselves Christians are so freaking mean. And it's overwhelming to me sometimes. I'm like, stop being mean. You're the freaking problem why people don't want anything to do with Christianity. Oh my gosh. And so I, I, I just got, I just logged off. I got off. I, I knew there was stuff I had to do. I was supposed to post. No, I had to heal. And, you know, I needed to heal away from everybody. And, and I did, I took my steps. I, I did what I needed to do. I talked to the people I needed to talk to. I talked to the one I needed to talk to. Um, and I'm, and I feel myself coming out the other side, but what you're getting right now is a podcast of a man who is coming out of a few days of depression. Um, I mean, I guess like I didn't have a psychologist like clinically diagnose me, but it is definitely like the, the cousin of anxiety you know, a lot of times anxiety and depression, you, I mean, they really affect your brain the same way. Um, but one of the things I've learned to do is when I go through a season of anxiety where it's dark and it feels, it really does feel like somebody is stepping on your chest when you wake up in the morning, um, is I stop thinking with my head and I start thinking with my heart. And I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's it. Maybe we're seven minutes and 50 seconds into this podcast. And that is what you needed to hear that you can actually think with your heart instead of thinking with your brain, because depression and anxiety, those are, those affect your brain. Okay. I want to let you know, they don't affect your heart. Okay. There is nothing happening to your soul. This is all your brain. Now your brain is going to tell you that your soul is falling apart, but I'm here to tell you it's not. Your soul is intact. Your soul is good. Your soul holds joy and your soul is waiting 
to rescue you if you can move from your head to your heart. Now, I learned when I was 18 years old that your head and your heart are only 18 inches apart. That's it. And that can feel like oceans apart if you're struggling. But I, but I, I just want to let you know, I mean, this this can be something that is maybe can give you that one breath that you didn't know you needed is that I'm literally telling you that you're 18 inches away, 18 inches away from shifting and starting to walk out of this season. You know, some people don't like the word seasons because seasons come and go. That is actually why I like the word seasons. Like I'm not scared anymore of these seasons when they come um, because I know that they'll end. Right. Um, it, we, we hear in old English and in, you know, the Bible and all the things it came to pass. You know what that means? If something comes to pass, that means it's going to pass, right? It's coming to pass. It's not coming to stay. It never says it came to stay. No, it says it came to pass. And I'm letting you know that, that, that passage is it you're only 18 inches away. So it's not as far now. Sometimes it takes a long time to get there, but I just need to know how close, I need you to know how close you are to freedom on the other side. And I I had to keep reminding myself of that this week. Um, I mean, let me just kind of take you through what, what these weeks or seasons or months sometimes look like for me. Um, I get, I get quiet. And my, I'll say my, my family, but my son is the first one to notice. Um, and, and, you know, like I'm trying, like, like I try my hardest to put like a smile on and, you know, like go to church and do all the things that I, you know, I need to do in public. Um, and, I, and I think I'm pretty good at disguising it. You know, like I, I can smile and I, I don't feel like, I mean, there's no feeling inside of me that wants to chit chat um, or small talk, but I do it. And, um, it's helpful, you know, I think, um, but inevitably, no matter how chummy I get, like it's Losiah, it's my son, dad's everything. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Everything's fine. No, like you're just, you're just not the same. I'm like, and I always say, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I know what he means. And, and inevitably he goes, well, you're just not. You're just not, what did he say this time? Because he, he asked me on Sunday. He says, is everything okay? I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, well, you're just not like goofy. So like the goofiness wore off. Um, and it's true. I was like, oh man, if there's one thing I don't have time for, it's goofiness, right? Like, like if I'm going through a season of depression, it's goofiness. Man, I got time to be goofy uh, because I've got to like sulk in the sorrows of my sadness, but he knows he gets it. Now, as I, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to give you guys in a few minutes, just kind of my survival guide um, that my therapist, I am not a therapist, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm in no way, shape or form a therapist, um, but I have a few great ones. Yes, I have a few therapists. I need, I need many of them. I've told you about my therapist, Al, who's become a friend. So he's not my therapist anymore because he's my friend now. Um, but I do have my therapist and they have given me my survival guide that I'm going to give you for specifically depression. Um, and so I'm just, I'm literally just transferring information. Um, I'm not, what do I have to say? I have to say some things, right? Like I'm not a doctor. Don't try these things without talking to your doctor. I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but I'm just going to tell you what I do. Okay. Um, but let me tell you about this week again. Let me continue on. So let's, I asked me that I'm like, no, so he knows. So now I know that he knows. And I'm like, okay, God, like, you know, like I'm praying, I'm doing, I'm praying the promises. This is what I tell you guys. I told you guys this in the anxiety episode. So if you didn't listen to that, one of the things that I do is I pray the promise, not the problems. I do it. I do it. And what does that mean? Like I, I declare that I am going to find joy, that I am coming out of this. I'm declaring the truth, not the facts, but the truth. Have I already gone into this? Have I talked about how, you know, again, I know now everyone that listens to this podcast is a, 
a believer in Jesus or a Christian. Um, but from my faith, you know, there's a difference between facts and did I say this last week? I talk about this all the time. I can't remember. Uh, whatever. You may not have listened to last week's podcast. There's a difference between facts and truth, right? So like the facts may be that I am going through a bout of depression, but the truth is, is that the joy of the Lord is my strength. So therefore there's a difference between facts and truth. I may not be feeling the joy of the Lord, but the joy of the Lord is in me. So that's the truth. But the fact is that I am going through a spell of depression, right? So that's it. So I'm mean, same thing happened when Sohela was in the hospital. When the doctors came in and said, yep, she's got lymphoma. She has a tumor, a mass in her chest and we think it's cancer. Okay. They were giving us facts, but that we weren't declaring that as truth. The truth is that Jesus came, again, this is my, my beliefs, that Jesus came to heal all sickness and disease. So therefore there's a difference. There's the facts and then the truth. See how it's different? Facts and truth. Now, listen, I'm not talking about like disinformation. <laughs> We're not talking about facts and truth, right? Okay, well, the facts may be that the president did this, but the truth is that that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about within my faith. So because I know that, because I know that, yes, the fact may be that I'm feeling this way, but the truth is that I will get better. See, facts and truth, facts and truth. So yeah, what are the facts, but then find out the truth that is going to pull you. And I know a lot of you need pulling. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I did what I needed to do. I prayed the promise. I prayed the promises. And I'm going to give you guys some of those very specific scriptures at the end that you guys can pray over yourselves. Um, but I also did a whole bunch of other things that I'm going to fill you in on in a second. But what I want to do before we hop into that is um, just actually, would you guys mind if I pray? Would you mind if I pray for you? Um, Because that's what I'd love to do. I want to pray specifically for anyone that is in a season that I'm coming out of. And also I want to pray for anyone that you know. And then we'll, and then we're going to get into kind of the survival guide, if that's okay. All right. So let's do it. Lord, I, um, I, first of all, I consecrate this entire conversation. Consecrate is just a way of saying we're, I'm packaging up and delivering this to you. Consecrating it, dedicating this to you. Uh, and so we consecrate the conversation. We consecrate what we hear. We consecrate the thoughts that go through our minds, um, and I just right now rebuke any any lie that is coming in right now that is saying, oh, this isn't going to work for me. I, I, I rebuke those. I bind those lies. I send them to the foot of the cross where I don't have to deal with them anymore. Where the person that hears these lies doesn't have to deal with them anymore. And I ask specifically that you bring clarity and you bring breath, maybe a breath that whoever's listening to this podcast hasn't breathed in a long time. May this conversation be an exhale for it is in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. See you guys on the other side of this break and we'll get into the survival guide. Okay, everybody, no matter if you're in a season or out of a season, I want us to do one thing together. I want us to take a deep breath. Ready? In. Oh, man, that sounded very asthmatic. <laughs> asthmatic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a horrible breather I am. That's better. The last one was so wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's wow okay let's try that again. let's try that again 
Sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't even know what that sounds like. If you have headphones on, I really apologize because I was all wheezing up in your business. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a deep breath in, <laughs> big deep breath in, and then out. Ready? In and out. <sighs> okay. I don't ever need to breathe into the microphone again. <laughs> I literally had that in my show notes. We're going to breathe together, but that was just a bad idea. Oh man. Okay. I just want, I want you to let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Now I'm going to remember, I'm not a healthcare professional. Okay. Uh, but I've seen depression from the inside. I am seeing it from the inside right now. And, um, what what you're going to get from me is literally just rooted in what ha- has helped me. Um, we're all different. Okay. So not all these suggestions are going to work. Um, but, you know, I mean, they haven't all worked for me all the time. That's why I got a lot of them. But again, again I'm just hoping that um, maybe you can even grab one strategy that is going to help you um, attack and bust out the other side of the season. If you're in it, you know, I, I on Instagram today, um, when I popped on and said, Hey man, I'm, I'm just kind of in the thick of the darkness, the heaviness, um, in the season, somebody said, Hey, well, what if your season has lasted 15 years, you know? And I know that there are some of you that, um, feel that I know, I know there, I know there are, um, and I, I want to tell you that um, you can't give up hope. You can't. Because I have seen people bust out the other side. Now, for me, it was anxiety. It was a decade. It was a season of a decade of anxiety. You can go back to my anxiety podcast for that. But a decade, a decade, a deck freaking aid that I was in. A season of anxiety. And boom, busted out on the backside literally healed of it. So just, just know, okay. If that's you know that I hear you, I see you, but I also know that you can be free. Don't give up. Okay. Um, I guess the first thing is this recognize that you are not weak because you are struggling with depression. Okay. So recognize that weakness is not a part of who you are because this is something that you've struggled with, right? Like it's not just sadness. I mean, mean, for how many people that you know, if you've struggled with this, um, have said, oh man, well, you know, you just have so much to be happy about, you know? I mean, like, you know, pull up your bootstraps, roll up your sleeves. You can do this, right? As if, as if like, as if there's some semblance of my, my own or your own strength that is going to be able to push us out of this. That, that's just not the case. So the first thing you have to do is just recognize that it's not a sign of weakness. It's not. And, and when people say that it's a sign of weakness, literally look at them and say, you're wrong. Um, there's still a lot of stigma that prevents people from getting help, you know, but just know that you're not alone. It's it's not a sign of weakness. Literally millions of people. It says one, the, the latest AA, um, oh, what is it? Not AA, the professional psychologist, psychologist. I'm not even talking right anymore. Psychology journal uh, quotes that one out of five, okay? One out of five people have or will or are struggling through a season of clinical depression. Okay, one out of five. So look at look at 10 of your friends and be like, yo, who else is with me? Okay, you're not alone. Um, and it's not a sign of weakness. So that, that's first and foremost. Understand that, you know, there, I mean, there's, you can find a lot of people that you look up to that have talked about their struggles as well um, and have received help and either are in recovery or have recovered. So you got it? Let's just say it with me. I am not weak. Say it. Come on. I'm not going to make you breathe this time. Okay. Just say it. I'm not weak. Okay. No, I am strong. You are. You're strong. So it has nothing to do with your own strength. Okay. So that's number one. Recognize that it's not a sign of weakness. Number two, don't be afraid to get help from 
somebody that does this kind of helping stuff for a living. Well, what a horrible way of saying, go to therapy, okay? Like make an appointment, okay? So I'm, I'm talking about, and I know, I know, I know, I know that there are a lot of people that are like, how in the world do I find a therapist? Now, there, there's a couple different ways you can go about this. Um, when I was going through my first kind of bout of this, this is back in 2000, man, 2000, 2001, maybe. Um, I, 2001 was like, I mean, Google was around, but there was, you know, the internet was a bunch of comic sans. And there were, there were no, there were, there was no like therapists. There were church counselors, which I'm like all for church counselors. And back in the day, like church counselors weren't therapists, but now I feel like some of them are, which is great. So if you've got one, that's awesome. Start there. But you may not vibe with that person. I literally went on Google and started looking up therapists and, like in Riverside, California. And I'll never forget, like, I mean, I was so dark. I was just such a dark season, but I'm sitting in front of like my, like my monitor was like a 19 inch tube TV you know, with my IBM computer <laughs> and I'm like on Google or was it AOL or Yahoo? I can't remember what I was searching on, but I, I looked up like therapists in Riverside, California. And let me tell you how I found my therapist. I would, I'd like, I actually, I went to one, I went to one and I remember after going, I was like, nah, that ain't working. Like there, there was just no vibe. And so I was, I, I went back online. I'm looking again and I literally just found a picture and her name was Bobby, B-O-B-B-I, Bobby. And she was actually in Upland, California, but I saw her picture in a therapist, you know, on a website and she just had like the kindest smile. And for me in that moment, that is what I needed. Oh my gosh. She looked just radiant. And that's literally what I did to find my therapist to start. I'm not saying that like a picture is the way you need to do it. But if you don't know of a therapist, if you don't know anyone that's been to therapy, sometimes that's where you got to start. Don't be scared to start. And if it doesn't work, find another one. If it doesn't work, find another one. But don't be afraid to get help. Okay. Now, I would say the most, the most recommended way to go about getting a therapist um, is ask someone. You know, there's a lot of people in therapy and nobody's admitting it. A lot, trust me, so many of your friends go to therapy, none of them admit it, which I don't know why, because therapy is a great thing. But ask somebody what they think, you know, and go off of referrals. Um, anyway, I, I just, I, I, I need to be clear when I say I believe therapy is very helpful. I do. It's been very helpful for me. Now, what you will hear me say all the time is that therapy is helpful, but it's not hopeful. Far too many people end up in a relationship, which, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of therapists that listen to this podcast, but in, in a, the therapist isn't trying for this to happen, but in, in this dependent relationship where your hope is in going every week to your therapist. Now, I mean, the goal of therapy isn't to stay in it every week right? It's to get out of it. So find yourself somebody that has a track record of really helping people. Um, and I mean, here's a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be, you know, if you live in a small town and you're like, Carlos, I live in backwoods. I don't know. You're somewhere in Canada that I've never heard of when there's like a one stop sign and you're 400 miles from anybody else. Is it, is, is anybody living in that place? <laughs> but if that's you, great news. Okay. I mean, th this comes in perfectly better. I mean, there's websites with therapists on them. Uh, most therapists will actually do online therapy now, right? Most of them will. Um, I mean, even this podcast, I mean, let's just, I I'm not even gonna do like a sponsor break, right? You've heard, you've heard me talk about it before, right? Like betterhelp.com is a great way to do it. It really is. I I have a BetterHelp therapist. I've used my BetterHelp therapist, I don't know, 17 times. And I've stuck with the same one. And I love him. Okay. So listen, BetterHelp is 
an, another option for you guys. If you want to find a therapist online and you don't know where to start and you're struggling through a season, go to betterhelp.com. And again, if you use the code betterhelp.com slash human hope, that's H-U-M-A-N-H-O-P-E. Okay. You're going to get 10% off your first month. So it's customized online therapy. They do video, they do phone, they do live chat sessions. You can text them. Okay. You don't even have to see them online if you don't want to. So if like you want, if you're thinking like, okay, Carlos, I want to start small, then I want to get bigger. It's, I'm telling you, this is like, I wish this was around back in 2001. Actually, I don't because I'm glad I found Bobby. If you can't find somebody face-to-face, this is a great option. And I know that it fits with a lot of you guys. Okay, it's a, it's a lot more affordable than in-person therapy. And again, you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours betterhelp.com slash human hope. That's an option. Okay. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, if you want to find somebody and see somebody face-to-face, it is possible. And it, it, it doesn't matter how small the town you're in, there is somebody that you can talk to. So don't be afraid to get help from a professional. Now there's, there's even websites online. Um, oh, one of the, one of the ones that I know, if you go to find treatment, here it is, findtreatment.samhsa.gov. Okay. So this is uh, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration for, with inside the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Okay. Um, if so, if you go to findtreatment.samhsa.gov, okay, that is literally the government version of helping you find a counselor or therapist. You guys can do that. Um, this is something else. Okay. The next, next little tip or whatever you want to call it, um, make sure that you're talking to people about it. Okay. Don't, don't struggle in silence. Confide in the people that you trust. Uh, again, whether that's your spouse, whether it's a spouse or a partner that doesn't even understand. Because for a long time, Heather didn't understand this. Um, it could be a close friend. Uh, it, could, it could be, again, it could be your doctor. I, I, I want people to not even, um, for some of you, go to your doctor, go to your literally primary caregiver, primary caregiver, PCP, provider, primary care provider. And, and talk to them about it, okay? Um, one, one of the things, and this isn't necessarily just for people that are struggling through depression, but there are so many great um, like Facebook groups and on, online forums that you can join. And gosh, man, I tell you what, like my mom that's going through, you know, she's the primary caregiver to my dad who struggles with dementia. You know, she and I both joined this Facebook group group for caregivers of people with dementia. And I'm telling you the just being around, seeing those comments every day in the posts every day makes us feel not alone. Okay. So join a support group again, either face to face in your community or online. Um, and remember at the same time, like, like be selective, like how much you, you talk about it when, you're around like a casual friend or acquaintance. Like, I don't know, like the internet has just become, you know, people, I mean, I share a lot, but I don't. People think like I share my whole life. I don't, there's things I don't share about. I'm not going into the details of the last five days of my struggle through this week of depression with you guys. I mean, you you don't need to hear that stuff. And I don't need to tell you. Okay. But I will tell you, I have gone through it. Right. So like I'm, I'm open enough to those I need to, but then I get farther and deeper in my openness with like my friends, my actual friends. But remember that it ain't everybody's business. Okay. Don't struggle in silence, but you don't have to blast out to everybody. Um, there, you know, it's, you don't feel as lonely when you know other people know. Um, but also 
you don't, don't feel like I'm telling you to tell the world, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, don't feel like you got to tell everybody, right? Like, like we all have to go to work. Like we, for some of you guys going to work is an actual job. Some of you guys going to work, um, is taking care of your kids every day. Like you got to get up, you got to take care of your kids. There's things that you have to do. Um, and it, it's okay to let somebody know, but you don't have to tell your coworkers. You don't have to tell your kids, right? So just don't suffer, struggle in silence. Okay. I guess I'm just want to drill that in. Um, a, a big piece that has helped me in all of this is patience, right? Patience. Now there are some treatments or, um, medications or things that can literally bring you results in days, which is awesome. Round of applause when those things work. But a lot of these things, a lot of the um, treatments, whether that be clinical, whether that be spiritual, a lot of them do take weeks, a lot of them take months. Um, and so before you start feeling these things, just be patient, okay? Um, follow directions, make sure you're doing what you were asked to do. And I always just look for gradual improvement rather than like that huge change overnight. Um, and something that helps me do that, and this is actually another, this is later in my list, but we'll just talk about it right now, is journaling. Like, and I know like journaling, everyone's like, what? Like, what do you mean? No, seriously, journal. It, it has been, okay, so like I, I have been through seasons of this and when I was in the middle of the seasons, it felt like it was never gonna end. But the beautiful thing about my journaling is guess what? I can go back. Let's, the last time I went through a week like this was, ooh, I'd say mid 2020. It's been a minute. I'm telling you, this was heavy this week. And I, 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 I literally this week went back to my journal when I was going through it. And in that journal, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get out of this. I don't know if I, this feels like forever. And guess what? All I had to do was like flip 15 pages and boom, I was out. And there's something about reading your own story that is so therapeutic and that is ho so hope giving. So journal, okay? Make sure that you are journaling. Make sure that you're writing this stuff down. You may not want to, you may think that I don't want to remember the season, Carlos. I don't want to journal. No, journal. Journal the moments that you feel like something's going right. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, it just feels like everything's going wrong. It just feels like everything's going wrong. And I said, okay, I totally get it. Like I totally understand that is how it feels. So what I want you to do is I want you to write down, I want you to journal and write down everything that's going wrong. Okay. I want you to write that down. So they, they wrote down everything that was going wrong. And it, I mean, it was a lot. Like it was, I don't know, they probably like 12 things, like in a matter of like a couple weeks. I mean, and these are big things. But the 12 things that went wrong, I said, okay. Now on the next page, I want you to write down everything that's going right. Well, what do you mean? Like, no, literally like everything that's going right. Like, did your, did your car start when you turned the ignition today? Well, yeah. Oh, cool. Because my daughter's didn't yesterday. So that's going right because that went wrong for her. So it went right for you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did you make it to work without a car accident? Because a lot of people didn't. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying to like be super like butterflies and rainbows and puffy clouds and, you know, um, unicorns farting Skittles. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying, I want you to list out things that are going right. It could be those simple things or what's something even better. Oh, oh yeah. Somebody, somebody actually held the door open for you when you walked into the grocery store. That's cool. Like that happened to me at Chick-fil-A yesterday. Like this dude, like I had my hands full. And this dude opened the door for me. And I remember thinking, I looked at him and go, thank you. He's like, I don't even know what he said to me. He said something about his wife. I couldn't understand him, but it just felt so good. So I would write that down. Well, guess what? When my friend finished writing down what was going right and what was going wrong, he actually had, he had a legit list of things that were going wrong. I do this. I did this this week. I'm telling you, I wrote my list down. He had a legit list of things that were going wrong. 12 of them, 12 really important hard things. But at the end of, I don't know, it took us five minutes. He had like 37 things that had gone right. Like specifically just that he could remember. And suddenly guess what? <laughs> the facts 
Remember facts versus truth. The facts were that, yes, these 12 things were going wrong. But the truth is that when he dug a little deeper, and this is fact too, that there was 30 something things that were going right. And guess what? It made him feel better. He's like, wow. So I guess I can't say everything's going wrong. Right. Journal. Journal. Okay. Um, so we went from being patient, make sure we're not struggling in silence, um, making sure that we're getting help from professionals, um, making sure you know that it's not weakness. Um, this is my, <laughs> this is my favorite. And I, I've, I've been reading these every day. Okay. Keep a list, put this in your journal, but keep, keep a list of things that make you laugh. Right? So literally like it's, it's kind of like a, like a piggy bank for, for my mental health. This is my list. I got a big list. Okay. I've got like very specific comedy hours that I will listen to on Apple music. Neil Brennan is one of the funniest comedians I've ever heard. And I listen to his stand up all the time. He makes me double over in laughter. Even when I am in the darkest spacesuit moment of depression, bro, I put on a Neil Brennan comedy special and it's over. I'm laughing to the point of tears. Now it's funny that you can laugh to the point of tears, even while you're feeling the heaviness. Okay. So it's not like it's going to go away, but as, as it comes cycling in, make sure you got things that you can call on quickly that will help pull you up. Okay. Just pull you up, not out. Sometimes it may, but pull you up. Right. Um, I, I have friends that I can call that make me smile. Right. I, I go on TikTok and I laugh at the videos, TikTok videos of parents asking their kids to bring them toilet paper. <laughs> toilet paper. Have you guys seen these? Like parents that are on the toilet and they're like, hey, Johnny. Again, I don't know. I don't think anyone names their boys Johnny anymore, but can you bring me some toilet paper? I don't have any in here. And then they they get some Nutella. <laughs> this is so gross. This is so, a lot of you guys are like, Carlos, why are you saying this? This is what makes me smile or laugh. And the, the, the joke is like the kids come and they're like, oh my gosh, I actually have some on my hand. I'm sorry. And they like accidentally touch the kid's hands. <laughs> and then the Nutella ends up on the kid's hands. And there's this one and this little girl that like starts to gag. Oh, this sounds horrible. This probably is horrible. Don't do this to your kids. But I laugh because the little girl's like, oh, are you okay, mommy? Oh. <laughs> And I just die laughing every single time. This cute little girl. Oh my gosh. She just gags. Of course you would gag if you thought that your mom accidentally wiped poop on your hand, but look for things that make you laugh. Keep a list of them. Okay. Um, I mean, one of the, one of the things that I, I mean, this is on my list. I love dad jokes. I love dad jokes and they make me laugh. They make me laugh. Why do dads take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing in case they get a hole in one? See, singing the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it becomes a soap opera, right? What do a tick and the Eiffel tower have in common? They're both Paris sites. I mean, come on. How does that not raise the mood? Okay. Now listen, this isn't going to heal you of your depression, but it helps. It really does. My favorite one, why can't ants catch COVID? I've said this before on here because they have tiny little antibodies, right? But um, yes. Okay. That's for me. I love the dad jokes. Um, and, and I think that again, keeping a list of things that make you smile or make you laugh will be super helpful. All right, moving on to the next one. Um, here's another thing. Don't get stuck in one version of treatment. Okay. Um, there's, you know, there, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of therapists out there. Again, I, yeah, I love my better help therapist. I love Al. I love my other therapist, but there's also other versions of therapy, right? Like, like there's, there's different versions like, oh man, like acupressure, right? Um, there's RTMS, which is like, transcranial magnetic stimulation, right? You go and they put magnets on your head and there's different things that are out there, but also I don't want you to, um, I don't want you to forget, you know, I, 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 again, this podcast is, is wide open for people of 
all faith to come in. That's why I'm trying to talk about tools that are, that anybody can use. Okay. Um, but not, not all methods are going to work. So honestly, like I want I want to let you know, and I've talked about this, maybe episode 12 of the podcast, the forgiveness episode. I found um, my inner healing specialist um, was a man named John here in Nashville. And he did a, um, let's see, I'm looking for it as I type here. Um, he did a version of therapy for me when I was in a dark season that was called heart sync. Okay. Um, literally healing and synchronizing your heart back together because a lot of our hearts are, are divided. Um, and that is a version that I am a version of, of, again, it's, it's like some, some of them are therapists that do it, but you don't have to be a therapist to run it, to run the program. You just have to be an inner healing, uh, prayer warrior. And that is a version that I love. So if, if regular therapy isn't helping you, um, I'm not, I actually, I'm going to take this a step farther and say alongside your therapist, I'm always a fan of, of getting to the root of the supernatural side of things. Okay. I'm, I'm just believing in supernatural and I know there's an enemy coming at us. And so inner healing prayer, whatever that looks like for you, it's Sozo some places, heart sync is another version. Um, restoring the foundations is another one. I'm going to give you guys a couple of websites. Um, let's see. So if you go to heart sync, S Y N C heart sync ministries.org. Um, you can find, find a facilitator that does again, heart sync and, um, let me, let me read it to you. Heart sync ministries is to heal the brokenhearted, right? Where he gives us a singleness of heart, which is an undivided heart and action to the end that we are able to, again, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Um, and heart sync does it by intentionally synchronizing the various aspects of the heart and bringing them into full relationship back together. It's, Ooh, it was a game changer for me. So heart sync with the C ministries.org. You can do that. Um, another one restoring the foundations. So if you guys go to restoring the foundations.org, okay. Restoring the foundations.org. Um, this is another version that I did. Okay. Uh, and you can also find um, ministry teams to pray with you. And when I say pray with you, it's not just like, Hey, what's your problem? And you're like, I'm depressed. And they're like, let me pray. Lord, I pray that you heal them of depression. Amen. No. Okay. That, that's not what it is. This is like a very in-depth, you know, 20 hours worth of process that you go through. And I've seen amazing things at the back half of that. So remember, um, if, if you feel like you're just kind of stuck in a cycle of going to see your therapist and nothing's moving, don't be scared to try something else. Those are uh, some of the, the best versions that I know of. And if you're in Nashville, our church um, does some of that stuff as well. Um, I think if you're a, a part of our church, um, it's, I don't think a lot of churches do it. So next one, this is very helpful, especially, okay, I'll say like in the mornings when I wake up and I feel it, I feel like I'm like, oh my gosh, my, my arm feels like it's 400 pounds. That's something that happens to me. Um, what I like to do is engage all of my senses, right? Like ground myself. This again, this, this can get into yoga, um, just an awareness practice. I practice. I know that, um, my friend, Ruthie Lindsay, she's really good at this stuff. Okay. So just being mindful, it takes practice, right? And sometimes it takes training, but there's little things that you, um, that you can do. Okay. So you can find somebody that helps you practice mindfulness, but also something that I try to do is like in the moment, if I'm feeling like so dark, I'm, I'm like, like say, say where I'm at right now. Like I'm at my desk and I put my hand on the top of it. It sounds really weird as I'm doing it, but I close my eyes 
and I just feel it. I feel my, I feel my desk. I feel that it's cold. And suddenly guess what? As I'm thinking about that desk, I'm no longer thinking about the darkness. Now, if you rewind three episodes ago, Jeannie, my friend from Chicago, when we did the live version of the Human Hope podcast, Jeannie like went, went through a version of this with me on the podcast. Um, it was, remember I tried to like fight her to light my candle. Um, it was so powerful. So go back to, let's see what episode was that? That was episode 59. Uh, and Jeannie can help you with this mindfulness part. Okay. With the mindfulness part. Um, what else? Is there anything else that really kind of jumps out to me? I've, I've got a long list of things. Um, but I mean, I, I guess, you know, let's, a couple of these are kind of all the same thing. Like for me, I got to get outside, got to get the vitamin D. I know you hear that. I know you think it's dumb, but I promise you get outside, take a walk. It really helps. Okay. Get outside, exercise. Okay. Um, again, I've said it before, but literally the endorphins that are released fight against what is causing the depression and the serotonin levels in your brain. Okay. It can lift your mood. Um, take long walks, play pickleball. I'm a big pickleball guy now. Whatever you need to do, make a routine, stick to it. Uh, and then also, you know, have compassion towards yourself, right? Uh, I mean, God, I'm going to have to give you all the podcast episodes. Compassion to yourself and also forgive yourself. Forgive yourself if you're harboring any sort of shame towards struggling with this. It's it's so important. Um, let's see here. Oh man, I'm trying to find it. Come on. Oh, I don't know if I can find it. I have an episode on forgiveness. Oh, there it is. Episode 23. How forgiveness healed more than just my marriage. It healed my soul. Episode 23. You guys can go listen to that. And it gets into, I think, I think something that you guys can really get, fast forward, maybe towards the middle of that podcast. And I start talking about forgiving yourself. Woo. Be compassionate towards yourself. Um, also like online, I, I don't know why, but when I'm in the depths of it this week, I was like doom scrolling. I was just doom scrolling. I was reading things that was making me so mad. And it was like, when you read that stuff again, it's like heroin. You just, you can't stop. And it's like, I was so addicted to it, but I couldn't stop like doom scrolling and make sure that you're surrounding yourself and you're reading and you're constantly just looking at things that uplift you man, things are so negative these days. Um, but negativity breeds more negativity and it's really hard to stop the cycle. So stop it from starting. Unfollow all the people that are just like bah humbuggers, man. Come on. No. Um, I mean, something, I, you know, I love to fly fish. I can't go fly fishing all the time. Like when I was struggling these five days, like I guess more like, it's been more like 10 days. I, I can't go fly fish, but that's something that I know I need. So guess what I did? Like I literally watch YouTube videos on fly fishing, right? You can't, you can't do the thing that you love. Watch a video on it. Watch someone else doing it. I promise it's going to make you feel good. I watched a dude fly fishing in backcountry Montana last night for like two hours. Ah, oh, it felt good. It felt so good. Friends, I love you. I really do. Um, and I want you to know that you will come out the other side of this. Like, I need you to know that you will. Um, and I know it's hard. And I know that it's not magic. And I know that, I know that um, it can feel impossible. But I'm telling you that we need you here. We need you. And, you know, I, I did. I actually, have, I forgot that I told you. I, I was going to give you some of the scriptures uh, that I pray when I'm in these seasons. And I'm going to tell you. So I'm going to say them slowly. Uh, and if, if you need to say these out loud, um, say them out loud, but this is, this is literally what I, when I'm heavy, these are kind of me. Again, it's my pray the promise, not the problem. Um, if I'm heavy and I'm in, in a season of depression or anxiety, but these are more for depression. I, I say these out loud so you can say them with me. Ready? I am the body of Christ and Satan has no power over me for I overcome evil with good. 
right? Just say it as I'm saying it out loud. Just say it a second after me. I am of God and have overcome him. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Again, what we're doing here is we're just praying the promise, right? We're canceling out the problem. I will fear no evil for you are with me, Lord. Your word and your spirit, they comfort me. I am far from oppression. Fear does not come near me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper for my righteousness is of the Lord. But whatever I do will prosper for I'm like a tree that's planted by the rivers of living water. I am delivered from the evils of this present world for it is the will of God. No darkness will fall on me. Neither shall any darkness come near my home. For the Lord has given his angels charge over me and they keep me in all my ways and in my pathway is life and there is no death. I am blessed in my deeds. I am happy in those things which I do because I'm a doer of the word of God. I take the shield of faith. Oh, I love this one. And I quench every fiery dart that the wicked one brings against me. And then last but not least, Christ has, no, not last. I got a couple more. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. So I forbid any sickness or depression to come upon my mind. Every bit of depression that touches me leaves instantly in the name of Jesus. My mind functions in the perfection to which God created it to function. And I forbid any malfunction in my mind in the name of Jesus. I am an overcomer. And I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I am submitted to God and depression flees from me because I resisted in the name of Jesus. Great is the peace of my family for they are taught of the Lord. Those are some of the ones that I, I repeat. Those are the, some, some of the ones that I say, and hopefully they will help you too. Um, I will actually if you, uh, let's see, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put the exact scriptures um, where you guys can find these and you can read them in, in your own version in your Bible, whatever that is. Um, and there, there it is. That, that's what I wanted to do today. I wanted to lean in to those of you because so many of you were like, man, I'm going through a dark season too. So, and even if you're not, I appreciate you listening to this because I think this is going to be helpful for, if not you, maybe somebody else that you can send this podcast to. So please, today, of all the days, share this podcast. There's so many people that are going through dark seasons, friends. Uh, not just us. There's others around us. But I'm not going to just leave the show saying like, yeah, let's just, let's sit in that sadness. No, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to ask you, do you believe that the season will end? Because I'm here to tell you it's going to end. And you're going to be rushed into the marvelous light. Light is waiting. Uh, trust me. I promise. I promise. I promise. It is. Even, gosh, this has even helped me, right? Listen, all that stuff has helped me. Like, I'm going to journal tonight. And in my journal, I'm going to be like, you know what, Carlos? Two days ago, 48 hours ago, you were feeling like 80% worse than you are today. But today, you're feeling good. And today, you're feeling like this music is making you feel. Because the truth is, we're going to come out of these seasons. You're going to come out of these seasons. Friends and familia, I am so grateful that you listen every single week. Please do me a favor. Let people know about the podcast. Let people know that this is something that will give them hope. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I give you hope on a weekly basis. Uh, if I don't, let me know. But if I do, please review the show. Give it five stars. It's really helpful when you do. Uh, yeah, I, I would love a, a hundred of you. If a hundred of you today that have never reviewed the podcast would go onto uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give it five stars, leave a review. I would be very, very, very grateful. And guess what? Tomorrow morning... The Familia, if you want to follow along, uh, follow me on Instagram, at Loswit, are heading to Uganda. All five of us, that's right, there's going to be drama, because there always is. And when I say drama, I'm not talking about bad drama, um, but one of the kids always has an attitude, and I always talk about it. So we're heading to Uganda, um, and if you guys uh, remember... 
Uh, let me turn the volume down here. Sorry. I, I still have more to say. And Dr. Delight is like taking us to church. If you guys remember. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I just love this part. It's like my favorite part. Um, if you guys remember in January, the Insta Familia raised like, I don't know. What $85,000 to build five churches ended up being six or seven churches in northern Uganda in 24 hours, just like they do. And I'm flying to Uganda to go visit the pastors of these women's empowerment program buildings, some churches, some schools. Like we literally built six buildings and six different villages that's going to house all these things and train these villagers to have their own businesses. It's just I, I, I can't believe I get to do what I get to do. And it's because of you. So thank you. And I'm going to take you along. We're going to meet these people. Um, and you're going to be able to see them, touch them, and let them know how loved they are. And I know that they want to thank you. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. We're heading to Uganda. It's going to be 18 hours of flying. Oh, my Lord. Uh, but when we get there, um, the next episode of this podcast is going to be from Uganda. So I will see you next week on Human Hope on the Ugandan edition. I love you guys. And you can do it. You got this. You got this. You're going to come out on the other side. You believe me? I hope you do. Love you. See you soon.